Hi, everyone. This is Dave. And this is Jen. Welcome to another episode of the podcast called Cloth Diapers Made Easy. We invented the Spray Pal Splatter Shield to make the hardest part of using cloth diapers easier for everyone. And now we've started this podcast to bring you tips, tricks, and fun interviews to help you on your cloth diapering journey. So sit back, relax, put your earbuds in, and enjoy this episode of Cloth Diapers Made Easy. And don't forget, you can join our Facebook group, The Cloth Diaper Experiment, to ask us specific questions you'd like to hear about on the next episode of Cloth Diapers Made Easy. And also, you can sign up for our emails using the handy link in our show notes for a free printable checklist of everything you'll need to get started with cloth diapers, plus an exclusive coupon code that you can use on our website to buy all the things you'll need at spray-pal.com. And now, on to the show. How's it going, everybody? Hey, we are back, finally. Been a while. It has been a while. We have been on a bit of a hiatus for season two. We started with season two. We did like yeah. one episode with the cloth option, and then life happened, and we have been missing in action for a little while here. So We've been talking about doing this a lot. We really have. We say we got to record a podcast. We got to record a podcast. We got to do one. And then we've been going around the country to the shows, to Prego Expos. And actually, I was just in Tampa this last weekend. And literally, people are like, you could just re-record what you've already talked about and just put it on another episode. And I know you're out there, whoever said that. She's probably listening right now like, yes, I'm the one that got them to record another episode. But thank you. We had people in, what was the city we were in before? Seattle. Someone in Seattle asked us about the podcast. Someone in Tampa asked us about the podcast. So we were like, okay, seriously, it's time. We have to just do it. So we have a 30-minute block right now between when uh, Ryan is with his assistant, his helper, and our daughter's at camp. So mm-hmm. we're busting one out. Here we go. <laughs> okay, what's our topic? Here we go. So we're going to talk about something that's been coming up a lot at these shows, which is overnight cloth diapers. So as you guys know... We go to the Prego Expo and we go to Baby Fest in the Northwest um, in P- Portland and Seattle. And we do a booth to just educate families. And the majority of the families that we meet don't even know what modern cloth diapers look like. So it's awesome because we can educate them and let them touch and feel them and they can check everything out. It's really great. But then we get families coming up who are like, I've been using cloth. I love it. It's so awesome. But I can't figure out what to do at nighttime. So I use disposables at night. And We're going to start by saying we are not here to judge you. There is no wrong or right way to use cloth diapers in your house. If you're doing part-time, if you're doing only when you're at home and when you're out, you use disposables. We're not going to judge you. That's okay. Every little bit you're doing is saving you money and saving your trash from being filled with diapers. So every diaper change counts, and we're not here to say it's only 100% full-time cloth diapers or you are a failure at cloth, you know? That's right. So basically, if, if you've tried a bunch of different options for overnight and you can't find anything that works for your heavy wetter, then by all means, if disposables are working, then use them. That's okay. We're not going to judge you. Just let that stress go and do what works best for you and your family. Um, But the families that were asking me about this were saying, 
our disposables are now leaking overnight. And so is there something we can do with cloth that will help? And so we just wanted to go over all the different options for overnight cloth diapering and what we did with our two kids who were very different, obviously, um, in their wedding styles, I guess, their overnight wedding styles. Um, but, and they also went through different phases where in the newborn stage, it was like, yeah, we were up to nurse anyway, so we would just change the diaper. And then in the, as they grow older stage, they went through waking up dry some nights and then they turn into like, I'm going to flood my entire diaper some nights. Yep. The older they get, the bigger they get, the bigger their bladders. Mm -hmm. And then it's a matter of if they end up going to the bathroom right before bedtime or not, then that can kind of let you guess what's going to happen to the overnight diaper. Yeah, that's definitely a must with Ryan. We have to get him to go to the bathroom right before bed. And then if he does anything like getting out of bed, walking around, he goes, we bring him right back to the potty Mm because you got to get it all out. If he doesn't fall asleep right away. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, as they get older, some people will kind of cut off the the liquid intake. Maybe like after dinner, they have their, their drink with dinner and maybe a little bit more water. But if you're baby or toddler is one who likes to just kind of have a sippy all night long, then you might find that they're a heavier, wetter overnight because mm-hmm. they've got all those fluids in them they need to get out. Okay. So what about solutions? How can we make the cloth diaper as absorbent as humanly possible? So with our daughter, we did pocket diapers overnight and we used double the absorbency. So basically, I think they were the blueberry simplex diapers pocket diapers i'm the i'm the one with the memory (laughs) and we would take the the natural insert that it came with um and then an additional insert maybe like thirsty's hemp inserts or something like that stuff that was relatively trim and super absorbent and so we would stuff both into the pocket and it was huge, of course, but it worked because there were then four layers of absorbency in there and it would hold her for all night. That's when right. she was in her heavy wetting stage. Yeah, so. which definitely works. But you always got to keep in mind the gussets do have to form a seal around their legs. And if you get too full of inserts and stuff, then you might create a gap, which you don't want to do. That's very true. So, yes, watch the fit of the diaper. And we already have on our notes, so that's another topic we're going to talk about is getting the right fit. That's right. So check for that in future episodes. (laughs) So, anyways, that was her. She wasn't that hard to cloth diaper overnight, though, so we were lucky. We had, like, three sets of that because it can add up getting the extra absorbency. The absorbency is oftentimes the expensive part of the diaper. So that can add up if you're having to buy a lot of extra stuff. But if you go with pre-folds, right. pre-folds are cheap. So you and can always just tri-fold those and throw them in with a pocket or with whatever diaper you're using. And don't forget the covers. I mean, the covers are more or less waterproof with the PUL lined mm-hmm. thing going on. For sure. And if you already, let's say your baby is like in a size one cover and they're heavy wetting overnight, you could also get yourself a size two cover and just skip the pocket part of it. That was just kind of, I don't know why we chose pockets. I, I think it was nice if she pooped, we could just spray it really easily without all those layers. Well, back then it was all about learning for us too and yeah. experimenting and deciding what's best for us. Yeah, because she was our oldest. So it, it it is everything with cloth diapers, you guys. We're here to just give you our advice, but everything is trial and error. Just yeah. try, try. And there's no right or wrong way, really. As long as you're, you know, making sure everything's tucked in like Dave said and, mm-hmm. and there's nothing 
absorbent peeking out that could wick onto the pajamas, then you should be good to go. Right. I've got a super interesting thing I want to say once. It's a little outside the box, but it's because it's not the diaper thing. So I think a lot of parents uh, get it with their kids who are learning to be potty trained and stuff to have the waterproof sheet, um, the waterproof fitted sheet under the regular fitted sheet. And they have those available that are still breathable and they work really good. For sure. We have definitely got a lot of good use out of ours for our son. So then when our son came along, he was kind of a different case scenario. Um, He was like our super, super heavy flutter overnight. And this was before the days where we could take him to the potty and say try a couple times. And even still, some days right now, he still wears a diaper at night. He's seven years old. You guys know he has special needs, things going on. So he's not 100% potty trained yet. But um, we had to, during his big heavy wetty stage, do you remember the ultimate the ultimate bulletproof concoction of cloth diapers that we had for his overnight? Um, I just remember it was very thick. It was very thick. So so this was our first foray into fitteds. Do you like that alliteration there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went full fitted and wool for him because he was soaking through everything, even disposables. Like, I'll, I'm not going to lie. We tried, We were willing to try everything to make sure he woke up with dry sheets, but um, he wouldn't. And so we did a fitted from Sloom, Sustainable Babyish. We then did, on top of that, a pre-fold. Do you remember? We would tri-fold a pre-fold to go under the fitted in his, not inside the fitted because it wouldn't fit, (laughs) but we put it like under the fitted as extra absorbency. And then for part of it, we would do like a, a larger cover over that, like a waterproof cover. Or sometimes we did, on top of the cover, the interlock wool cover remember that <laughs> four do. layers it yeah. was in- so basically it was intense. basically if you're not careful you're creating an entire load of laundry every day <laughs> every night yeah but he would wake up dry yeah. and that was the bottom line like we just wanted him to sleep through the night and not wake up in a pool of pee basically right. so i mean there are ways you can experiment and play with things to get the right fit for your child and it's going to be different for everybody and it is a lot of trial and error like we said but there are ways you can do cloth and be reusable and not have to spend money on super heavy wedding disposable diapers for overnight and still find success it just takes some effort definitely and i think the the one takeaway is for especially for people that are new and that haven't used cloth you don't have to just stick with the insert that comes with said diaper. You can add to it. Of course, if you add too much, that could be problematic too, but you don't have to just say, okay, this is how it is, and I'm going to stick with what that diaper is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize like they think that insert came with it. I have to use this one. You can use that one and then add more to it. Like If you have an all-in-one, a natural all-in-one, let's say, and it's got the insert attached to it, you can put more into that diaper and just lay it on top or lay it underneath the flaps or whatever. There's no right or wrong way. But like Dave said, you want to just be conscious of any gaps. If there's too much thickness going on in the inserts and it causes it to gap or pull away from the elastic making actual contact with your baby's legs, then that can cause leakage to come out in that area. 
um, I was, you can phrase this the way you want, but also with the boys, we got to make sure that our equipment is facing the right way. I'll right? let you take that one over. Go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just kind of common sense. If it, Yeah, like I said, with boys, um, our, our equipment should be facing straight down, not off to the side uh, or not straight up because then that can definitely work its way out of the diaper easier. Yeah. And that's the trouble we have with our our older boy is making sure it's not going to one side or the other. Because if it's not like straight down the middle where it has a chance to get into that absorbency before it starts to spread, if this makes sense. Okay, you guys, this is not this is a TMI type of topic, but that's okay (laughs) because this is we're talking about diapers. Right. Um, So basically, yes, be aware with your boys. And with girls, too, if you know it's going to be kind of like right in the center where it's going to get flooded fast, you can also fold things so that there's a little more thickness right there to kind of help catch it and slow it from going out the leg gap. So that's a good tip. Um, So basically, I think we've covered everything. There's a lot of variety and options. If you're one of the lucky ones that can just use a regular old cloth diaper the way it's made, um, to, to last overnight, that's amazing. Uh, if not, I would suggest getting a larger cover and filling it with a lot of absorbency. Try fitteds, um, try fitteds with extra absorbency like we did. And then wool covers are a great way to make it extra bulletproof. Even if you have to do a cover, like a regular diaper cover and a wool cover on top of it, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. I would say that a well-fitted wool cover is is the ultimate protection. Mm-hmm. And we, just to clarify, we used an, a Sloom interlock wool okay. cover. So those are also nice because they're a little bit less intimidating. For those of you new to wool, a lot of people see the, it, they feel like the wash routine on that is going to be a little more challenging, but it's really not. You don't have to wash them every time. You wash them like every two weeks or so. But you do have to lanolize those, mm-hmm. all of the wool, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, and the lanolizing was fun. Like every two weeks or so, I would get a big bowl in my kitchen and get their little smell good cubes and stuff and do the emulsifying and lanolizing. And my hands would feel so soft after. <laughs> and it wasn't a bad chore. It was just like one thing that I liked doing. So, yep. and it really did help. So something, something to try. All right, I think that we covered everything for this topic. If you have any questions about overnight cloth diapers, please let us know. You can comment on our social media. You can reach out to us on Facebook, all that stuff. So um, good luck, and may the forest be with you. And let us know how it goes. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time.